Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello there, you're this no, I'm gonna do that again. That, I don't know why I went in so far. Sorry. What the fuck is going on with this? Right. Straight you're into right it. Or straight in. This is seamless. Listening to the Peppa Pig podcast, where each week I interview one of the stars from Peppa Pig, and this week I'm interviewing a legend. It is Pig Number Three from Episode Four. It is Chris Barnes. How are you? Hello. So obviously a lot of memories from being a uh, Pig Number Four from Peppa Pig. Well, I was only in the recording studio for half an hour. Easy uh, money. Easy money. I mean, yeah, and notoriously, your character became a mass murderer in later series. Uh, how did that feel, like, being in such a lovely children's cartoon and then, like, killing people? I, like, they told me the tone of the episode, and I thought, this is not going to go well with the under-threes. But they said, no, we, we want to keep them watching as long as possible. Wow. I mean, sometimes you've just got to go the way that you think the river's flowing. Hold on. This isn't the Peppa Pig podcast. It's small screen naughties. Let's go. I was going to say when they brought on the writer from Succession, I thought it was a bad idea to write Peppa Pig. Well, this was it. <laughs> Daddy Pig, you... We can't have that in, because I think I think they'll know what I was referenced to. Do you think you know... Have you seen it? Do you watch Succession? No, but I've heard what's happened. 
Well, I saw a video that said big spoilers, and I thought I know exactly what's happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm not putting a spoiler alert for Succession in the, in the front of the episode. Like you can't in all not put one for Succession if you had put one for Catterick. Someone might want to enjoy Catterick. I might enjoy Succession more. It's been like hailed as the greatest TV program of all time. How's your week been? Really good, man. Really good. I went to the Broadstairs Food Festival. Now, Wait. have you ever been? No. Can you get, your arm, can you get your arm off your head? Because it's making it rustle. It's making it rustle. Is it making it rustle? Sorry. Yeah. There wasn't no Russell Burgers there. Oh. Or Russell Burgers. I, uh, I, bought something, I bought something I'd never had before. What's that? Do you like licorice? Yeah, sort of. Do you like mint? Yes. Do you like school chalks? Are these things related? Well, licorice, mint, made to look like school chalks, and they taste amazing. I'm already you... thinking about all, ordering another bag. Are you just doing this to confuse children with a chalkboard and going, oh, look, I'm just going to write with this and then just eat it. And they're like, oh, we should eat the chalk. I think they'd be more confused that there was still a chalkboard in a school in this decade. Although they've got video screens now, haven't they? Touch screen. They, they've got it all. It's all the future, mate. They've all got they've all got tablets. They've got it all. And that's just the ones on drugs. My little niece over the weekend, we were I was drawing pictures of Hey Dougie, as you do. And I said, Oh, what is the uh, octopus one called? And she said, I'm not sure, Uncle Chris. Shall we Google it? No, that's not you shouldn't know what Google is when you're four. That's amazing. <laughs> I like the idea of you drawing Hey Dougie and her not wanting Hey Dougie at all. She did want Hey Dougie. Yeah, I don't want Hey Dougie. I want the characters from Succession. <laughs> oh, what you've been up to other than drawing Hey Dougie? Well, it's in the Super Mario film. Yeah, what's your feedback? Uh, I thought it would be more adult jokes in it for the forty-year-old people that used to play the games. But no, it's more of a kids' film. At least it was is really well made. What's your thoughts on it? I've not seen it yet. I'm going Friday. Oh. But... <laughs> I've seen the one from 1993. I watched that recently. It's not is as bad. It as good? Right, my only problem with it is not really a spoiler. Bowser. The Super Mario Brothers film from <laughs> 1993. No, no, the new... You've understood the concept of spoilers. No, 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 the new, the new one. Bowser by Jack Black. Bowser is basically just Jack Black most of the time. But that's what and you want, like... isn't it? No, you don't. You want Bowser to be Bowser. Who's Bowser, then? He's the king of the Coopers. Yeah, I know who he is, but I'm just thinking, who would you want as Bowser? Someone threatening. Uh, Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Succession. <laughs> you would like him doing his succession stick as Bowser. Yes. How would I, that go? I thought I'd be able to cut that bit out at the beginning, but now we've mentioned it so much, I can't. You're going to have to edit over it. There is no way. We will be lynched if someone listens to that. But anyone listening to this is not watching Succession. Also, I've never seen it. Have you seen it? Have I seen Succession? Yeah, I yeah. watch it no. week by week. It's oh. brilliant. Some of the most of the writers from Veep, most of the writers are English. It's like Jesse Armstrong and uh, people that wrote on the thick of it. Anyway, that's great. Brilliant. Review that, can we review that instead to this crap well, that we watched. Well, we're not we're not reviewing that. We uh, oh, I need a holiday. Where should I go? Ibiza. <laughs> A 
really did not take that line, did you? That, what should I go? I beef up. Right, fuck it. Here we go. It's I beef at seven. No, it's Miami seven. I knew it was Miami seven. You let me down the garden path there and sail me off in a little ship. It's one foot in the Algarve. It's one foot in the Algarve. It's Miami seven. Uh, before we start this episode properly, uh, we know that Paul has passed away recently. He was a really lovely man. I worked with him a few times at Butlins when he was part of S Club 3 or S Club Parties. Was called. He was just a really lovely guy. And we're not having any pops at him whatsoever because he was a bloody wonderful human being. So God bless you, Paul. Did you say you had some stories about him? Yeah, yeah. Well, I sat with him one night after they'd finished their gig and... The tradition used to be to sit in the Shoreline Hotel when we worked in Bogda and have have a few beers afterwards and stay up to like three, four in the morning. And whoever was on, uh, we used to sit quite a bit with Chico, Daniel Johnson, who now does the adverts for Weirdly Postcode Lottery. But one of the best singers ever, I think, if you check out Daniel Johnson. But yeah, he sat with us one night and we just sat there talking about metal and his favourite bands. And he just really loved metal music. He was playing in another band where he was the front man for. But yeah, he's just full of life. And he just really would just have a conversation with you and just would talk to people. And everyone was just the same. And Bradley as well. They were both sat there. We had a conversation about his bulldogs. It was, yeah, great stuff. And we're not there to have a popper, man. It's sadly be missed. No, we're going to pop at the television show. We're popping at the television show because people, the best way to overcome anything is laughter. Isn't that right, Chris? Yes. Is that a pop at me? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) How is that a pop at you? That's the way to come over anything is laughter. Anyway, this this starred Hannah, Rachel, Tina, John, Paul, Joe, and Bradley. I love the way you've written that down and you're looking at a bit. Why did you just say it it starred S Club 7? Because their names come up at the beginning of what their names are. Oh, I see. And also, when the names come up at the beginning, it was very kind of 1950s writing. Like, oh, look who's here. Uh, In this this, S-Club show. This show, which we're going to delve deep into it. What else you got? It was written by Kim Fuller, who also wrote the Spice Girls movie, which makes a lot of sense. It makes a hell of a lot of sense. Do they have just one pop go-to person? Oh, I, I think the management team that used to run the Spice Girls started running S Club 7. That's why they're run by both. Kim Fuller, is that anything to do with Simon Fuller, who I believe used to be the manager of the Spice Girls? Yes, probably. It's probably his brother. That yeah, that said, makes perfect sense. I've got a job for you. Do you want to do this? Come on. It's like, well, that take forever. I reckon you could bang out a series in an afternoon. See, Mario is made for kids. With love and affection, this this wasn't. This was just plopped out. out of, How dare you! It's a it's a cash grab. You can see the money of. Ooh. How <laughs> dare you! The opening scene of the singing singing their hearts out in a church hall 
whilst an old couple clean up around them and do a little dance to a song that weirdly sounds like it's from the 50s, but at the same time, really doesn't. And then a weird comment about Bill, Bill Haley and the Comet and how oh. she got with one once. Oh, that was bad, man. Superb. What do you call that dance? Oh, I think I've done me back in. Where'd you learn to dance like that? The Odeon Ballroom in Arrogate, 1956. Bill Haley was on tour with the Comets. I snogged one of the Comets. You never told me you snogged a Comet. You never asked. And what was it like then? Hot. But I'm going to have to wait 120 years to snog him again. <laughs> it's a clever, clever line. Yeah, it's one of the one one of the only jokes in there that actually work as a joke. What was, did you not like this? I, I didn't think it was good enough. Magic lies like they couldn't give a broken wind about us. What does that mean? I don't know. One of my favourite things on this as well of Tina, who is clearly a lot older than the rest of the group at this point, saying like the choreography and trying to be the kind of the bossy one. And then Paul saying, oh, no wonder I was thrown off. I'm hungry. Yeah, he's the angry one. But he's right. not... He's, He's not big enough for that joke to work. No. <laughs> he's not it's, it's not funny. And this annoyed me with Rum Fat Boy Run. Don't you be taking fat people's humour. That's sounds like, really pissed me off with Rum Fat Boy Run because he wasn't fat. He was more than capable of running a marathon. I think it just Johnny sense... Vegas should have been the lead in that. Oh, that would make more sense. Johnny Vegas is in it, isn't he? No, no, he's not. Dylan Moran. Rachel Stevens is playing Posh Spice. Yeah. Where she only cares about her appearance and nothing else. Tina's playing Old Spice. <laughs> stop, the, stop picking on Tina. Oh, I, I bet she's not much older than Joe. I bet she is. Are we going to play... <laughs> I bet she was about 38 when she did this. Are we going to play um, S Club Bingo? I think I think there is four or five years between them. S Club Joe. Right, Joe. No, that's John. <laughs> Joe is... 43 at the moment. Cool. And Tina is... Yeah. 46. Yeah, but... Is that the right age... one? Have I got confused? Oh, hang on a minute. I got confused. I was thinking of Hannah. And Hannah's, Hannah's definitely like a lot younger than all of them. Right. How old is Hannah? This is gold. This is what they want. This is what they want. She's 42, so she's younger than Joe and the other one. <laughs> yeah. Tina. So there's four years. Yes. What was the point? I can't remember. She's she's in her like mid mid twenties. <clears throat> the rest of them are. So she's bossing them around, and that they're, they're upset because they're not getting any bookings because their agents rubbish. And we've <laughs> all been through this with, with terrible agents. And uh, they they're hanging out at a uh, internet cafe because naughties. Where else would you go other than an internet cafe? Something that doesn't exist anymore, does it really? No, because everything's got just Wi-Fi. You don't need it. Go on the internet. Would you go to an internet cafe? Go and surf the web? I've never been to an internet cafe. I think I went to one once to print some stuff out. I surfed the web down to the internet cafe and printed some stuff. I think it was lyrics for a show. There we go. Fun fact for you all. One of the lines is... Still, it could be worse. How? Or we could all be stuck in a lift at the top of a burning skyscraper. What? 
And then that's how the scene ends. Oh, it could be worse. We could be stuck in the lift of burning skyscraper. Is that meant to be that they're about to cut to them in a burning skyscraper, but there was no budget? There really wasn't a budget. Uh, sad news, John goes for a job at he's the get, carpet factory. He's getting a proper job. And also, no. they said, you look a little bit like Tony Blair. That's a, that's a good reference, isn't it? That's a great reference. All the kids watching it be like, oh, yeah, he does look a bit like Tony Blair. Weird that there's a lot of bobbing and then Tony Blair gets mentioned. Uh, I don't like John. Why don't you like John? Go on. Yeah, he's, he's so moody. He's like, oh, we can't just sit around trying, just trying to get famous, can we? I've got to go and get a proper job at a carpet shop. Chris, have you ever been in a seven-piece pop outfit? Like, no. it's hard work, man. Like, sometimes you have to go off and you have to graft to make the dreams happen. Yeah, welcome in the Spice World movie. They're world famous running, riding around the big bus. And in this, they're down in their lot, pop people doing a gig in a town hall. Because it's a different show. It's not a different It's the same show. It's the same thing. You can't compare S Club 7 to the Spice Girls. I was waiting for one of the members to come in that never got added to the group being pregnant because she's not allowed in because she's, she's going to have a baby because we can't have that in our group. What, they were going to be called S Club 8? Yeah, why seven? I don't know. I like S Club Juniors. Just remove that by just saying, right, we'll just be called Juniors. We won't be called S Club Seven Juniors. Did they they? become S Club Eight? Yeah, that was when one one of them had a baby and and then the baby joined. Yeah, I mean, they just got a dog. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's, uh, yeah, so they go, they're fed up, they're fed up, fed up with life. So uh, who do you go and see when you're fed up? Well, what you, you do a, is... You have a go at your agent. 
Well, no, you walk down the road and you do a Reservoir Dogs reference, which, yeah, the kids in the 2000s will get that joke, won't they? They sure will. I reckon <laughs> there was lots of laughs to be had. And then uh, Paul slipped over. You've missed out the best line since Shakespeare that Rachel said. What do you want to do that for? Because anything's better than just sitting around waiting to be famous. He's right, you know. Maybe fame is just poo in the sky. You mean pie in the sky, babe. I know what I mean. That's a good line. It's still a good line. This is basically what happens when you get AE, AE? When you get AI to... AE? What, accident emergency? Now, this is what happens when you get an AI to do a plot for you. It just comes out with any old shit dialogue that comes out of that mouse. You did cut out and come back again, didn't you? That I did, I did, yeah. You haven't well, just, like, because if that had happened, then you'd have the longest conversation about AI I think anyone has ever had in the history of time. I was being professional and just going straight off from no, where, where, where the Zoom finished. professional in the history of this or your career. I am. I do loads of prep, but then it all goes wrong. It's not my fault every time. Anyway, it is. so they go and see their agent, and for some reason there is a magician there before they come in talking about wabbits i found this really good that's your level of comedy isn't it what what a rabbit that turned into a guinea pig i'm just going i i've got the wabbit that i put in there and then i come out with the with the guinea pig whoa why is he talking like this for like he's on i found it funny we, we had a giggle didn't we and for the finale mr parsons i give the wabbit the magic wand right he holds it in his teeth <laughs> and this is the best bit. He waves the wand and he turns into a guinea pig. I think sometimes, Chris, sometimes <laughs> you want more out of this than you know you're going to get. Have you not ever been into an entertainment agency before and like it's just filled with magicians and people spinning plates? Because that's what they do. They just hang around and wait for a gig to happen. No, they don't. That You're just thinking of the holding pen in Britain's Got Talent. That's not what happens in an agency. I'm not, and I really want to put up a picture of him as well. Uh, my old agent, Kim Holmes, yes. friend of the show, uh, mm -hmm. looked exactly like this guy. You sure it wasn't him? It wasn't far off. A man who once said, oh, the problem is you can do the gig. It's good money, but they don't like laughing. <laughs> or one of my personal favourites, I was like, I don't know why I sent you. They didn't want a Robbie Williams tribute. What did they want? Did you I don't know, but and wanted. he was right. They fucking did not want a Robbie Williams tribute. Yeah. Is the S Club open up? They came in and they blew up the building. They did. Because they, they yelled at him. So all these buildings started falling over. And then he came out saying, could you cancel me five o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> what was that all about? It was just a bit of a weird one because it looked like uh, it looked like that there was meant to be effects there and there wasn't. And then they moved to that and then they go to the worst hotel in Miami where there's yeah. obviously English actors doing American accents. Yeah. I don't know how I can could just tell that they're not American. That's the thing, isn't it? It's uh it was quite obvious like they'd gone round and tried to get like the best cast they could for the least amount of money possible. I bet it wasn't even filmed in Miami. I bet it was filmed in England. It, it was a weird one because like these CBB see things it's just like i don't know it just didn't feel like it was filmed anywhere really you know what i mean it was like where is this it's in between the gutter and the stars adam has just left <laughs> it's one of them episodes we had technical problems before we started and now adam has just disappeared off of right i'm back 
Sorry, I tried to wipe a mark off the top of the screen and then it just cut me out. It's going well. Uh, you're, you're on mute, Chris. It's going to be one of them episodes, isn't it? I don't think it's been bad at all. So. Right, so where were we? So it seemed like the cast weren't in England, the cast weren't in America. It, it was like they were nowhere. In purgatory. <laughs> in purgatory. Uh, and after a heated debate with S Club 7, the agent decides he needs to get them out of the country. Now, what do you do if you have a client you don't like? Most people take them off their books, but not this guy. He's smart. Yep. He's clever. But you know He's why, don't you? Why? Because this, this is the plot of Mr. Bean the, Mr. Bean the movie. It is the plot of Mr. Bean the movie. Where they go, oh, we can't fire Mr. Bean. But we send him on a two-month sabbatical to America to sell a, a priceless painting. What possibly could go wrong? <laughs> oh my God! What's going on here? I got got these these pop stars coming over to stay in yeah. my hotel. I'm gonna go down a roller skating rink. Oh, we've missed out a bit. No, we've missed out a bit. Is there a bit when they're on the in the play park and they keep having the same dream with, as each other? I thought you said the play park. Yeah, so they keep having the same. Thing where crocodiles are appearing. Yeah, they're having vision. They're having visions. All, all seven of them are having the same vision at the same time. I don't know how that happens. It's like Inception. Well, ne- never the same crocodile though. It's almost like that crocodile isn't in focus or in the same shot or in the same film or in the same film. What they've done is they've got baby crocodiles like they did in Thunderbirds, and they've they've just gone in really close and look like dragons. That's exactly what they did in Thunderbirds. They did, they did do that in Thunderbirds. If you see did, them, I, I don't doubt it. So John, John gets his job. And John realises quite quick the workplace isn't the funorama he thought it would be. It is the funorama that he thought it would be because his boss is basically Colin Hunt from The Fast Show who keeps yeah, going I up, that. walking up to him and going, whack, whack, oops. <laughs> Hi, you must be John. Yeah. <laughs> uh, though you don't have to be if you don't want to. Whack, whack, oops. <laughs> so, this is your desk. There's your phone. Anything else you want, don't ask for it, because you won't get it. Whack, whack, oops. <laughs> uh, there's our secretary over there, Dorothy. Wave to her, then. She's mad. <laughs> And there's Chris, our under-manager. He's mad. And there's Diane, who's always in the loo. She's mad. And there's me, of course, and I'm completely sane. Only joking. Whack, whack, oops. <laughs> so you OK, then? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Oh, yeah, over there, she's mad. And so am I. <laughs> and, and then John wants to leave all this madness. He wants to go to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> It was weird, wasn't it? Get selling, get selling. I thought, why are they going to have an induction or anything? Here's a book (laughs) of carpet samples. Off you go. Well, this is this is um, how it works in television, isn't it? You don't get all the boring uh, induction. (laughs) You you just go straight for the selling of the carpet. They do that. That, That's what they call it—the selling of the carpet. I think. Oh, Paul's lost his passport, and for some reason they said, "Have you checked your bum?" And he goes, "Yes, it's it's in my back pocket." Uh, Bradley forgot to tell his parents he was leaving. Bradley's not in, in this, is he, really? He's either uh, and he's, he's the best one. He's always away from them all the time. He wants to play computer games. He doesn't even know where he's going, really. I watched this and thought, this character is basically the character from the episode of Only Fools and Horses who logs him in the supermarket overnight. Yes. <laughs> the infamous Shadow. 
to, to the point of watching it go like even to the way some of the lines are delivered. I also also watched a bit of LA Seven, which has oh we're going to get fame and foundation and. Who is who's stealing Los Angeles? Oh, it must be aliens. So we've got a lot of gold there that we could have used if we'd watched well, LA. A lot of gold, but also, the film, seeing double. I thought you made that up. No, no. I wouldn't have made up such a thing. Right. I've never watched it. Yeah. I've only, only heard of its existence when you've just said it now. Do they go to somewhere and there are people that look like them that are also in a band and then... And then comedy happens. What do you think the people who look like them do? What do you think would happen in that scenario? Go on, you're halfway there. Come on. They 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 end up being their rivals. They 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 they, te- they become more famous than S Club Seven. No, um, no. What, oh, what, oh. What, what'd be the worst thing for a rival to do? Uh, to to, to um, frame them for murder. Yes. So yes. <laughs> You worked out the plot. Yes. <laughs> but that's that's the plot of Muppets Most Wanted. With that's the plot of everything where someone looks like someone. <laughs> Is that the plot then? I've, I've yeah. never. No, I didn't even know it existed. I didn't even know anything about it until he mentioned it earlier. Just with the t- what was the title? Um, S Club Seven seeing double. Seeing the double bit, I thought at least they've got to have doubles in it. <laughs> I think it had a theatrical release. The 2003 film directed by Nigel Dick, starring Joe O'Meara, Hannah Spirit, and Bradley McIntosh. Ah, it must be available somewhere. I don't think it is. Uh, I think I honestly think they re-released all these S Club things onto DVD like recently, and I'm talking a few months ago. That what made you think of this episode? Well, this is yeah, and it's a work of art. Oh, we got two on IMDb. Also, 2003, it was released. Isn't that a bit late? And it's not It's not S Club 7, because I think at that point, uh, what's his name had left the band? John, Paul. Paul had left. That was only two blokes, isn't there? Oh, I put Bradley's a brilliant actor. I can't remember what the reason was. What, for phoning his mum? Yeah. <laughs> what got me was they're on the plane and then they start to do a singing montage. No, no, stop, stop doing that. Well, at the beginning of the film is, well, not the film, the, the show, they, uh, what, what song do they sing? What's the intro song to this? Because it's not S Club Party. No, it's... No, stop, never give up. Hold your head high and reach the top. That one. Bring it all back to you. And That's then it. I forgot how many hits they had. It's four. 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 four, four. <laughs> four that, was, that, that was a joke. <laughs> it wasn't, because we both know we've got Don't Stop Moving. Yeah. That one we just sung, of course, Reach for the Stars, and mm. never had a dream come true to the day that I found you. That one. Oh, and then the other one. Oh, no, hang on a minute. That's Liberty X. So. <laughs> I, uh, I sexy. Everything yeah. about you so sexy. Sorry. Please do that as Trevor Feelgood. Why didn't Liberty X ever get a TV show? Why? Because uh, it didn't last that long, probably. Ain't nobody. I'm surprised Kim Marsh is still famous after <laughs> Hearsay, because they didn't last very long at all. No, but they came out all right, didn't they? Yeah, they had only had one single. Well, I'm so... glad we clear, cleared that up. <laughs> Who else? Oh, I, speaking of that, I just went on I went on TikTok before I started the show, and for some reason, Sean... No, Shane Ward came up. Is it Shane Ward? I don't know. I wasn't on your TikTok. No. You. no, the X Factor winner. He's called Sh- It's called Shane Ward, isn't he? 
When did he win X Factor? Well, that's my goal. According to Wikipedia, Shane Thomas Ward is an English singer and actor. He rose to fame as the winner of the second series of The X Factor. With his single, that's that's my goal. It's a terrible song. Well, we, we uh, what did you think of this overall? Well, I, I did enjoy it. It wasn't made for me. It was made for kids in the noughties, and I was too old when it came out. Apparently, Joseph Bartram used to watch it. Hello, Joseph Bartram, friend of the show. You got a friend in me. If you watch it, he is actually the the, the uh, agent. <laughs> they go they have to go to Channel Four for some reason to uh, to make some money. So they go on they go on countdown, not really realizing there's no catch prize. And Joseph is in the corridor of the. I don't know where this is going. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I I'd admire the plot. Uh, this took a tangent, didn't it? Well, at the end, they turn out they're going to be working for, in the hotel. They're not actually going to be famous why do they not just get back on the plane and go home i know because of the series would end there but just get back on the plane and leave again oh that's what i would do and that's what you should do if it ever happens to you if your pop like your seven piece pop band ever gets blown out to miami and there's no way back as you do when are you going to release i can make you feel good i don't know i need a backing track and a band and a recording studio and money you do it for charity i'll do it for charity I think I think Trevor should sing um, the sexy song from from uh, Lib TX. That could be the B side. All oh, right, okay. How about Trev sings the nineties? <laughs> if you want, yeah. You don't seem that up for this, Trev. Like you're looking a bit nervous. <laughs> you're you're moaning about a a, TV, a movie that came out too late, and now you're asking Trevor to sing songs from the nineties. People want it. They don't want it. They do. Ask anyone. Like that, all right, listener, do you want it? No, they've said they don't want it. Do I want it? Yeah. <laughs> of course you want it. It's your idea. Well, well, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Oh, yeah, well, I, I did I did like the programme. Cool. I thought it was good fun. Yeah, you can't tell me you thought it was well written and you thought all the jokes worked. No, but then again, you've seen my act. <laughs> but I I thought it was a bit of something. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I don't think it's something that people go back to. Yeah, it's the only people that went back to it is us. Trying to do research. And people so, who had bought the DVDs and the Blu-rays of it. This Blu-rays? Who would buy this on Blu-ray? Psychopaths. What do you want to give Miami 7? 600. 600? Yeah. I don't mind. What do you want to give it? I'll, <laughs> give, it 800. I'll give it 800 then. Give it 800. So it's the lowest score of anything. It's below... Oh, no. Oh, no. Deal I know no, it, is, is 125. No, yeah. 800. You can say they're not seeing double. So let's lock it Yeah.
That's Miami 7. Uh, 800. 800. Tune in next week where we want something else. Nah, get out. I wonder if the book group... Oh, yeah, that didn't really work, did it, my book group idea? Because apart from Joseph saying, I love this, no one really commented on it. It's almost like no one cares. No one cares what you're talking about. People do listen, they just don't care. Put your Patreon on. Which I admire. Give us a Patreon. All right, yeah, we'll put a Patreon up. We won't pay for it. We just want you to have one. Is that it? You finished? Sorry, man. Like, I thought... My phone is awful at the moment. I'm back. Sorry. Well, my laptop wouldn't come on, would it? That's why. Well, we've had a lovely day. We've had a lovely day. I'm going to take the the lovely car that I won and leave. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. No, we can't end like that. We can. Do whatever we want, mate. We'll see you next week for more of this. And remember, don't stop, never give up. Hold your head high until you reach the top. Bye-bye, everybody. We're all back to you. Bye-bye.